This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. Joining me on the line now is Dr. Ashling Loy from the Humorous Sexual Health Clinic just off Camden Street. Ashling, great to have you as always. Thanks for your time. No problem, Lauren. Thanks for having me on. So Ashling, look, we're talking today about having your drink spiked and what we're asking people to do is get in touch with us. Is it something that has happened to them? Because sometimes we hear from people that, well, I think my drink was spiked, but I'm not sure. Is that something that you've heard before? Yes, I mean, it is something that does happen. It's it's quite difficult to prove and it's difficult to know whether it's actual alcohol consumption or, or that it was spiked. Um, but sometimes it's quite clear, you know, when someone has maybe just had one drink and they've completely then fallen unconscious um, or have no recollection of events, but the water's become a bit muddied when the person has, they drank a lot anyway themselves. It's difficult to differentiate between the two, but it's something that definitely happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but often people are, are, aren't 100% sure which, you know, what happened and, and the consequences can be similar, whether or not it's, it's alcohol or um, a drug that, that, that made them rendered unconscious or, or just not remembering, remembering the events that happened. And look, I know the the official thing to say is, look, drink in moderation, watch your drink, be careful on a night out. And of course, you know, we're, yeah. we're not um, going to ignore that. But at the same time, the reality is it can happen so easily. And like the photograph we've put up on Facebook today just proves that there can be people around. You know, you might have your own drink in your own hand. It's still something happens. And as we come into the summer, people are going to concerts, to festivals. We just want to, to raise a bit of awareness. So, um. I suppose, what would be some of the things to look out for if you, um, like, would the effects of your drink being spiked hit you straight away, Ashling? Not necessarily. I mean, it can, it depends on how much you've had to eat, what type of drug is used, um, how much, you know, other substances are in your body. So it's really something that you mightn't realise, you know, it could be half an hour, it could be a couple of hours later that you just start to feel less, you know, conscious of your surroundings, less aware of things, a bit sort of woozy and it's important I suppose to always have a buddy with you, have someone that you you know can link up with mm. that is looking out for you um, and yeah, the things that you say like don't take drinks from strangers and try to cover your drink because sometimes as in that photograph you know things can be popped into if you have an open top container it's harder if you have a bottle so say if you're you know it's better to have a closed container or a bottle where it's a small opening it's less likely to get spiked and mm. um, the main thing I would hear would be you know people accepted drinks off someone and they, they're kind of flattered at the time thinking this is great someone's buying me a drink um, and it's not just girls that it happens to I've definitely come across actually several instances where it's happened to men um, I've seen it happen to people who actually several patients have come in to me where they've gone to a strip club abroad, maybe on a stag do, and they've been asked to hand over just as an assurance a credit card behind the bar um, or a debit card behind the bar. And then they order one drink and the next thing they wake up many, many hours later and several thousand are missing, is missing from their bank account. This wow. is a story I've heard several times. You know, and it's happening um, to, you know, it's not just straight people, it's happening to men who sex with men um, as well. You know, th- there's maybe parties where drugs have been accepted and consensually taken, but maybe 
it's been an overdose or, you know, where, where they, they didn't realise that what they were taking was, you know, a huge quantity that rendered them unable to consent to say if there was sexual activity or something like that that, that occurred then. Um, and whereas they might have consented to taking a small amount or to be drinking, they mightn't have consented to the, the, the excess amounts that has rendered them then incapable of making good decisions. We've heard some scary stories in the past on Spin Talk, Ashling, and a common theme is, um, you know, I, I didn't feel great, so I went outside to get some air or I went to the toilet. And as you said, you know, to have a buddy with you, because obviously this is the intention is to get you on your own. If you're out with a friend and all of a sudden they're not acting themselves, you know, it, it, they they aren't making sense and you know perhaps they haven't had that much to drink. What advice would you have for people? Is it go straight to the hospital? Is it get your stomach pumped? What should they do? No, I mean... Neither of those things usually, they don't tend to do the whole stomach pumping thing anymore. It's, you know, usually just keeping people, being with them and making sure they're alert and they're conscious and that they're safe, that they're not exposed to sort of stranger danger, as you would say to kids. Um, And I think all of these things sort of need to be agreed in the group of people before going out, you know, or between, you know, two friends even look because sometimes all rationale goes out the window when there's a few drinks on board and people think, no, I'm fine. And the friend might think, no, and you say, look, if this happens, just think of different scenarios that we'll do this and we agree to go home and we agree to not wander off on our own because you will always get that one friend who just tears off and you don't see them again. You know, they, they, mm-hmm. there's people who they'll have a few drinks and they, they just decide to run off home or run, some, you know, and, and you've lost them. There's, there's many apps now available um, and it's even built into a lot of, say, um, phones, smartphones that they can do find my friends. You know that there's that you can or you can alert your friends when you're when you're home safe. And um, so things like that, I think, are, are, are a good idea yeah. um, to have. But look, I mean, it's it's difficult to legislate between for, you know for every scenario. But I think if you're just aware of what can potentially go wrong and have plan in place before going out. Yeah, it's a good idea. And Ashley, like, I don't, again, I don't want to frighten people, but can there be some um, lasting effects of certain drugs if, if you, your drink has been spiked? Um, not really. I mean, most of these drugs are short acting and they, they, they dissipate from the body quite quickly or, you know, within a day or two, you might have a, just a worse hangover. Um, it tends to be for most of, most of the drugs that are used. I mean, there are some drugs that we've had instances where there's a drug um, GHB, which is a liquid, and it can make people fall unconscious and, and suppress their breathing. Um, and certainly I've seen it more when I worked in Sydney in Australia that people would have needed to be ventilated, intubated and ventilated when, when they had accidentally or been you know, deliberately poisoned with an overdose of, of that particular drug. Um, but unless, you know, it's just at the time that it's dangerous because their breathing is suppressed and, you know, you could you could potentially die from it. Mm. Um, but for the most part, it's it's the, the long term consequences are more from what could potentially happen to you when you're in that situation, you know, be it injury, you know, from an accident or some sort of sexual assault with infections being passed on. Um, it, that's more the concern. And then the, the psychological impact of it. Is is often long lasting. People become very um, upset and distressed about going out again, and they lose confidence and and maybe become very socially, 
you know, shy and, and don't want to partake in going out anymore. So it's it's mostly psychological. And then if there's any infections or anything like that passed on. Yeah, um, of course. But the actual drugs themselves bar what happens short term. There's usually no long term consequences. Ashing, always great to hear from you. I'd be really interested to hear from people today in your own experience. It, is this a common occurrence? You know, what kind of effect can it have on you? I'm on 087-711-1038. Dr. Ashling Loy from the Himmers Sexual Health Clinic off Camden Street. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks, Lauren. Dara has made the point on WhatsApp. Uh, Dara says, people in Dublin will be happy to have their drinks spiked to save them a few euro. Um, no, not true. But I get what you're saying. And I think... You know, if you put your drink down and maybe it's cost you eight or nine euro or even more if it's some kind of cocktail, like you would be raging if you took your eyes off it for a couple of seconds. But is your safety, your health more important? Be honest. Like, have you picked up your drink again when you haven't been watching it the entire time? And if you've ever been suspicious of a drink or you've thought maybe this tastes a bit funny or, you know, this doesn't look the way it did a few minutes ago. Have you put it down and not gone back to it? Let me know. 087-711-1038. Jed has been in touch on Facebook. Listen to this and says, my wife was spiked at a house party with a mixture of speed and ecstasy and it left her in hospital. Turns out it was a girl she knew that did it. That is so terrifying. And I've got to say, a house party is not somewhere I would imagine you would assume your drink would be spiked. I think sometimes we associate it with, you know, nightclubs, strangers, like a house party and someone she knew. That is so terrifying. So today I would like to speak to you. How drink aware are you when you're on a night out, keeping your eye on your drink, your friend's drinks? Have you ever picked up a drink and thought, that doesn't look right? Did you walk away from it? I'm on 087-711-1038. You can text or WhatsApp. I'd love to hear from you. We all like to assume that we're pretty vigilant and we're pretty switched on. But on nights out, of course, you know, as we were saying uh, to Dr. Ashling Noy earlier on from the Himmer's Sexual Health Clinic, uh, it can be quite easy to be like, oh, I'm fine, or don't worry about it. We put our drinks down, we walk away, we go for a dance. And also something Ashling um, spoke about is when someone buys you a drink. You know, if someone offers to buy you a drink or someone hands you a drink on night out, I mean, 100%, I've done it myself, you just take it. You don't ask questions. And like really scarily, we heard from Jed there on Facebook, he was saying his wife had her drink spiked at a house party. So you would assume you would know most people at the house party. And it turned out the person who spiked her drink was a girl she knew. So it wasn't like, a, you know, a random guy, a predator that you might assume. And that was another thing that Ashing talked about is, you know, so many, we assume that women's drinks are spiked, but she says, you know, a lot, it happens to a lot of guys as well. It happened to a guy I know a few years ago, really, really scary experience. Thankfully, I think he, he copped what had happened to him and managed to get himself home. But it is so terrifying. And if you've ever had your drink spiked today, and there's another question I asked Ashling was just the effect it can have on you um, and how it can knock your confidence, especially when it comes to going out with your friends and socialising. If that's something you have any experience of, I'd love to hear from you today. I'm on 087-711-1038. Lots of messages are coming in. Um, Sybil says, I'm not sure if it happens a lot, but if it happens to a friend, just make sure they're drinking water and they're staying safe. There is not much paramedics can do at a festival, so make sure they stay safe. And that was something Ashling said, you know, there's no point really maybe rush, rushing to A&E or getting their stomach pumped. It's just to keep them safe and make sure they don't wander off on their own. Laura says, I'm so bad for leaving my drink wherever. I'm 26 now, and honestly, it's not something I worry about on nights out. 
my friends are always giving out to me, but I would leave it down and go to the toilet or whatever, or leave it down, go onto the dance floor. Maybe I'm lucky, or maybe it's just the places I go to. I've never had any issues. See, and I think a lot of people would um, presume that, like, oh, well, it's not the kind of place. Like, I've definitely been in pubs where I've left my drink down. And I think because you're not in a nightclub situation and there's not maybe a huge crowd, you would assume it's safe, but it can happen anywhere. And definitely, that's why we're talking about today, heading into the summer kind of festival season. You know, this girl was holding her drink in her hand and the guy came up behind her and put the pill in it. Alan says, my girlfriend had her drink spiked a few years ago. It was the scariest experience ever. I thought she'd taken drugs or something, which is so unlike her. Eventually, I clicked what must have happened. I got her home ASAP, stayed up all night watching her. I just wonder who is spiking the drinks. Is it individuals, groups of people? Clearly, I was there with my girlfriend. How did they think they were going to get her on her own? It baffles me, the whole thing. Can lads not chat up girls anymore? It is really scary. And I remember speaking to a girl on this show before she was out on a night out and a bouncer spotted her with a guy and she didn't know him, but she was completely out of it. He had spiked her drink, brought her outside the nightclub and he, I think the bouncer kind of thought on his feet and was like, you don't know her, you know, um, and he was trying to get the guy to open her phone and your man was, yeah, I think that was it. They, They copped that he was trying to get her to hold her thumb over um, the passcode on her phone to open and I think he was going to steal her phone. And look, if that was all that was going to happen was he was going to steal her phone, it's not the worst thing in the world. But it was still, you know, just something. The bouncer was like, this isn't right. He doesn't know her. That's not, he was pretending to be her boyfriend and take care of her. Chris says, that video is making a really good point. It's the most disgusting thing that can happen. It really is. And so, so scary. There's lots of messages coming in because I've been asking today just how common is it for your drink to be spiked on a night out? Is it something that maybe has happened to you or a friend? Or, you know, as Ashton said, it can be really hard to prove. Is it something you think has happened to you, but you're not sure? I'm on 087-711-1038. Shauna is on the line. Hi, Shauna. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Sean, I understand your friend's drink was spiked recently. It was, yeah. No, it was a really, really scary experience. And we actually had never, like, experienced it before. I thought it could happen to us. Like, our group of girls would go out, go out in Dublin a lot, and we just never had come across before. But um, we were in a nightclub, basically, and we kind of got separated. Like, one of the girls had found a guy that she was talking to at the bar, and I think he was, like, buying her. He bought her, I think, maybe two drinks max. This is what she told us afterwards. But we had been, like, to pre-drinks ourselves. Went to the club. Nobody was, like, over the top. We were all, like, nobody was, like, drunk, falling around or anything. But um, all of a sudden, she said all she can remember is, like, literally the ground. She was standing at the bar with him, and she just felt like the ground was completely uneven. She couldn't, like, her legs were, like, jelly. She couldn't walk. And then she just felt like she was really, really dizzy, really weak, and, like, needed fresh air. She needed, like, she felt like the room was small, closing in there. She needed to go outside. Mm-hmm. so she must have mentioned this to the guy she was with that was buying her drinks and said like I need fresh air I need to go outside so he suggested then they go outside the club like through the exit at the front as opposed to like even just a smoking area to go outside which is like what I think of if I was going to bring someone yeah. for some fresh air or whatever. even that like, he didn't know her he didn't I don't know he, he, she never knew him never met him before but um, they went outside the club and one of my friends the group we were with had copped her leaving like copped her leaving the club so I followed her outside and then kind of confronted them both. And as soon as she saw my friend, she just knew that she was like not herself, not well, and took her away from the guy. And the guy was pretty happy. Then once my friend confronted her, he kind of like ran off or like ran away, wasn't apologetic, just like disappeared. So wow, it was yeah, really scary. 
And we've heard that so many times in the past, John, is that like it'll take a friend. I remember a guy coming on and telling me a story before he saw his friend and he knew she'd only had one or two drinks and he said she was just completely legless. Like that was, was just, yeah, that was the situation with my friend. It was like we all kind of knew what we had been drinking because we'd all been like at a house together before. Yeah. And as soon as my friend saw her, she just, she was really, and then when we got home to the house, we were all staying and she was really sick and really well. And then we wanted her to like go and like even to a doctor and just make sure, because we didn't know that there would be side effects afterwards or yeah. even what she had taken, if there was going to be like anything resulting out of it. But she was just so embarrassed. She was so embarrassed that like it had happened to her and she was like, my mom will kill me. Like everyone, like she was just, so embarrassed so we never um, she never went and checked anything after it but yeah I think, very scary well listen fingers crossed everything, like I mean there will be no side effects as Ashling said most of the things are pretty short term effects and it passes that's why it's hard to prove that it's happened and I get yeah. the embarrassment thing I think it is something because people are like oh god you know you feel that oh god did I drink so much like I let my guard down you know, but as you said, it yeah, sounds like you're all pretty responsible. Like, would you be good for if you put your drink down, you just leave it, you don't go back to it? We would. We wouldn't even, to be honest, I personally wouldn't even put my drink down. And I rarely even, like, drink a lot in clubs. Like, I'd really buy a lot of drinks. We all like to kind of keep our wits about us. So it was yeah. just really, like, shocking and surprising when it did happen to one of us. But I think we're definitely all a lot more careful now. I wouldn't let anybody I didn't know buy me a drink and I don't think my friend would yeah. again either. So we're all just really careful now, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, Shauna, well, listen, I hope she's all right and thanks a million for coming on. Thanks, no problem, Lauren. Okay, bye-bye. Good to speak bye. to you today. Uh, that is really scary and I can completely understand why Shauna's friend was embarrassed. I think it is something that you just, you, you just feel like you've let your guard down. You're like, oh God, I can't believe I was so stupid. You should be able to put your drink down and have someone buy you a drink without that happening. In an ideal world, it wouldn't. But God, you man now, like, what a shit, just legging it as soon as the friend showed up. Becky says, my drink was spiked in Tijuana in Mexico while on a night out. A guy asked me if I wanted a drink. I didn't see him put something in it, but my friend saw him and told me to pour it out on the floor. God, you know, and if your friend had missed that, I remember the last time we spoke about this, it's a while back now, but it was someone had seen a barman do it. And listen to this story, and I feel terrible because there are so many uh, great bartenders out there, guys and girls. But Kate says, years ago in Poland, a barman asked me out for a date. I wasn't interested, and a week later, I felt really bad after having just one pint. I asked my friend to take me home, and I was lucky. I got home safe. But a few months later, that barman was in jail. He had raped a girl. I'm sure that that night when I was sick, he'd put something in my pint and that just shows we even have to look at the barman's hands. And like, that's that's awful because that is one awful guy. But it is, you just have to be so, so vigilant. Ali says, I was spiked a few years ago at a festival. It was the most terrifying experience ever. Apparently I got separated from the girls. I vaguely remember bumping into people we knew, but they all just said they thought I was really drunk. I woke up literally in the middle of a random campsite, somehow managed to find my tent. Someone said they saw me kissing a guy outside one of the food vans and I have no recollection of this. I don't think we had sex, but I was unsure for a few days afterwards. It's terrifying. You can never be too careful, even when you think you're safe and carefree. Don't let your guard down. Ali, I hope you're okay. That is such an awful thing to go through. And like Ashling was saying, it can be difficult to prove. Like the... The, the drugs leave your system after, you know, 12, 24 hours. It can be hard to prove and people just assume you're drunk. So look, obviously the message is to drink responsibly, be on your guard, don't put your drink down. But I completely understand how, you know, on a night out or on a day out at a festival, you're enjoying yourself. You feel, you know, so safe and carefree, as Ali said. Sarah says, my sister got her drink spiked in a local pub when she was out with her boyfriend and friends, ended up in hospital and had to be sedated. 
She still had psychotic episodes for months after it. And now, even a few years on, she is so nervous with her drink when she is out. It ruined her confidence. The pub did nothing to help when we went back to tell them. Oh my God, that is awful. That is worst, worst case scenario um, that you would have effects for a long time afterwards. For the most part, as Ashton said, you know, these drugs leave your system and that's it. But you can never be too careful, I suppose. Thank you so much for getting involved. You can continue to have your say. I'm on 087-711-1038. This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.